The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the New York Talk, the Golden United podcast. Pre-season is almost at the end. There's only one more pre-season game left at time of recording. Um, we're going to talk about the return of fans to New York Stadium on Tuesday night. Plus, the transfer market is moving still slowly for Rotherham United, <laughs> but we are already sure it is moving uh, to some sort of extent. So we're going to cover everything that's happened and what's to come in the next few days as well. Uh, we have Mick with us as always. So Hello, Michael. Hello. Um, and we have a debutante today, Lewis Oldham, uh, is joining us. Thank you for joining us, Lewis. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Um, so, it, it's been a busy... It, it seems like pre-season, it almost feels like more happens in pre-season than it does in a normal week when there's actual <laughs> games. Um, <laughs> it's really weird. But, here we go. Um, so, the first thing we'll do is, last week we, we talked about it, because it wouldn't confirm Matt Crooks hadn't officially left. He has now officially left. Uh, we talked about it last week, but Lewis, just give us your thoughts on Crooksy, just in general, but your thoughts on him leaving to, to Borough. Yeah, it was were, were just a matter of time, weren't it? I think we've got a good fee for him overall. I think it, it's at 1.5 with, with add-ons. Um, with one year left on his deal, so I think it's about right with, with COVID and everything. I don't know if we can grumble too much at the fee. Um, cracking player for us. We've made some great, great memories with him. Um, yeah, so I think he'll do really well at Borough, to be honest. Under our mate Warnock, I think, is uh, <laughs> the match made in heaven, aren't they? I think. So. Yeah, just about. Yeah. If that, it does feel like perfect, doesn't it? It's, just, just, it's a jigsaw piece that just goes perfectly together with them two. Yeah. Uh, he's already scored. Scored in his, his fifth, like 15 minutes into his first preseason friendly. Uh, and then we get to New York on Friday. I say he'll probably get his second goal on Friday, won't he? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mick, final th- any final thoughts on Crooksy going? Uh, good move for everybody. Uh, like, yeah. like we covered last time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good move all around. 
and like like Lucy just said, there's perfect fitting for uh, for Colin. Loves him to love him to bits. <laughs> yeah, well, come on to come on some more middles with China bit because uh, yeah. they're not our best friends at the minute. Um, so fans were back at the New York Stadium first time in five hundred and something days. Um, four thousand fans, including fourteen hundred Newcastle fans, came to New York on on Tuesday night. Um, talk about performance in a minute, make me and you went together. Mm. I don't know about you, but when we first got in there, it was it was good, it was really good. But it got to a point where I, I, I sort of felt a bit strange. I, I felt like I didn't know how to act. Yeah, I don't know if it's we weren't our normal seats or whatever else, but were, it was different to what I was expecting. Yeah, it on the it felt a bit a bit flat, if mm. I'm honest, to start with. Um, but then for me, this this sounds really pathetic, but you know, it is it is what it is. You know, as 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 the team came out, I felt a little bit emotional. It was, there was a little bit of emotion there. Were like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening after all this time. It, it was yeah. really weird, really weird, um, and and I suspect that's going to feel probably the same again in that first game. Firstly, game back because of the, there is likely to be an atmosphere then. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it, I mean, it's great to be back. It's great to park park your car up and walk up to the ground, and yeah, I love it, love it, brilliant. It's been too yeah. long. It has, yeah. I, I, I realised it's the first time I've clapped properly, genuinely since I went back to football. And I've no <laughs> other reason in my life to clap. It's, the first time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just little things like that. I forgot. Oh yeah, we do this, don't we? Um, I know you didn't go on Tuesday, Lewis, but are you? You how excited are you to get back into New York for? for oh, I, I can't wait! I can't wait. With with work, it's looking like my first game might be Wednesday game. So, <laughs> well, I think what a better way to go back than just well, it, uh. well, providing providing it's a good result, obviously. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just can't wait. Just the whole the whole day, the lead up to it and everything. I just can't wait. It's been far too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no without hiccups. Uh, no, we ran out of pies before half time, and typical rob room problem. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, when we when we went to when we went to get in into family stand, there were all just about twenty people waiting outside turnstiles, like they weren't couldn't get in. But then we stepped yeah. forward and got straight in. It were really weird. It was bizarre because they they'd clearly got they were they'd all got tickets in their hand. Mm. But they were, they were I don't I don't know I don't know whether it's just a Rotherham United thing. We like to moan about pies. We like to moan about stewards. We like to moan about transfers. Maybe that's just what it is. It's just like you know people have missed it. They've missed that moaning and groaning. They just felt the need to stand outside and shout at the steward, make them feel back at home. I don't know. <laughs> it was a bit weird though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. I said four thousand people in. Not not an amazing atmosphere, but just a something nice to wet your whistle to move forward. Um, On to the performance. Uh, Michael Smith got a goal against his boiled club, which I imagine was. You know, even though it's a friendly, I can only imagine how good that would have felt for him to score in front of new, in, literally in front of him as well. Um, Mick, overall, a really, really, really good performance up until the substitution started. I, I think even that, even after that, it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, we've got to put it into context, haven't we? Obviously, first of all, it's pre-season friendly. Um, secondly, my override, and I think I said this to you uh, halfway through the first half. I, I, I'm not entirely sure what Steve Bruce was trying to do. 
<laughs> I have I, what he could possibly have got out of that game as a manager, as a coach, is utterly beyond me because mm. he put a strong team out. Um, and and I know I'm biased. I know I'm 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 going to be partisan, and I'm going to be sort of all Rotherham and everything else. But they were schooled in that first half, Newcastle. They were absolute dross. Um, and 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 the players that they've got at their disposal, even in a pre-season friendly, that performance was almost inexcusable. It was dreadful. Really was, mm. uh, and I'm not surprised Newcastle fans booed him off at half time. I mean, they're not the most patient set of supporters in Newcastle, to be fair. <laughs> um, you know, because they're a massive club. Um, well, they've got a big ground, and a lot of supporters, but they're a massive club, uh, <laughs> and to put in a performance like that was just it, it, it was quite embarrassing, to be fair. Um, mm. But we made them look. We made them look. Really poor, um, and yeah, you're right about Smithy. Smithy goes mm. goal against his boy club, but that cross from Mikel Miller. Mm. Oh mate, <laughs> if he if he's going to start putting them in there this season, we're, we're on to a winner with him. Because I talked about him a couple of weeks ago in podcast, saying I, I, I felt that he could he could bring something to this team, and certainly last night on last night's show on Tuesday night showing, yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Excellent. I shouldn't mm. now. I've banged on a bit, Anna. Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're here to do, isn't it? Um, there is plenty to cover because we, when the teams came out, Lewis, at what, six o'clock, whatever it were, uh, it looked like a 4 4 2 with Ben Wiles at left back. And a lot of people, including mm. us, were saying, wow, God, when Wiles, when Wiles at left back again? Oh, God, here we go. It was a bit of a concern. <laughs> we're having to stick him at left back in a pre season friendly. But it ended up going back to a 3 5 2 which is, again, something we've talked about a lot on the podcast. Um, where are you sitting in terms of formation? Do you just horses for courses, or do you, do you have a preference in terms of how I think we should set up? I think, it, it, obviously, it depends on personnel, doesn't it? Like mm. The change didn't really help Miller last season. Like, at the start True. of the season, I was very, very happy with what you were playing, if I'm, if I'm honest. I was quite surprised I went out on loan, but with the, obviously with the change of wing-backs, he's not going to play as much. So I, I, I got that, like... But it it, um, it suited as well last season. Um, mm. I think we played significantly better when we changed to a three-five-two last season than we were before. Mm. Defensively, anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just depends who we bring in. I suppose if we, I know we're linked with a couple of wingers, so it, if that yeah. might suit us, we whether whether they actually come in or not, another thing. But um, get off that line, as the saying goes. Yeah, I know. Seaman this year, and then that's that's it, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously it depends who we're bringing in. I'm happy to play whatever. I'm sure Warnie Warnie knows best, doesn't he? Is targeting mm. certain players into so uh, I'm happy either way. I'm happy with how we played last season with it, and also four four two if it suits. Yeah, we we, we go with Woody again last night, Mick. Three five two. If there's if there's one player that formation fits. Down to the ground is Richard Woods. So I think Rails plays very well in in, a, in different mm-hmm. sets formation. Well, to be fair, Woody plays decent in a four four two, but in a four four two he gets isolated a lot. Mm-hmm. In three five two, it can just go right. Woody Callum Wilson, for example, last night is dropped right deep. He's on halfway line. 
So Woody can just follow him. And then Icky and, Icky and Arden just come back to being a standard two. And it gives Woody so much more freedom and he can just play his aggressive game. Um, it, if there's one person it suits, it's him, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. And to, and to be fair, you know, in, in that game on Tuesday night, we played 3-5-2 in possession and out of possession. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we, they, we've got Callum Wilson and Dwight Gale up front and we've still only played three three defenders, essentially, and they still couldn't get anywhere near. Um, and, and, and to be fair, out of the Newcastle side, they were probably the only two that put any effort in. Um, the rest of them were just, they just weren't interested, were they? They just weren't interested at all. Um, I think Steve Bruce's name, there's something not right there with that Newcastle side. There's something not right. I get it's pre-season friendly. I get all that. But you, you, you're there to get your fitness, your match sharpness, you you know, you to, to learn to play together, to have a look at maybe a couple of new players in there. But certainly the whole point of that is to play a competitive-ish game and to get some fitness, get some sharpness. They got nothing out of that last night on Tuesday night. Um and, and but I know we're talking about Richard Wood and, and and that back three. We could play a back three. We don't need a back four. The way that they, the, the way the, the way that those three performed, they got a little bit of help from Chio, a little bit from Miller, not masses, a little bit. That's probably all they're going to need if they put sort of, sort of, that sort of performance in. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely um, issues with that formation though. Lewis is like we mentioned, Chio and Mikel Miller in a three-five-two. There were a couple of times on Tuesday night where Chio looked lost. He got he, he went and pushed up a bit high at one point and he got an absolute rollicking from Wes Harding yeah. because he'd come out of position. Um it's difficult because we've got to we've got we've got to fit somebody like Chew into team and Mikel Miller. But it is difficult if if the format oh the thought formation suits defence, suits midfield, but it doesn't suit our wide men at all. We've got got to get fit him in. It's it's a tough fact, yeah. tough puzzle one he's got to solve at the minute. Yeah, it, I think it, we can get away with it against certain teams, but if mm. we're playing against, I don't know, like Sunderland and Ipswich and them sort of teams, I feel like they might expose us a little bit if we're if we're too open like that. Mm. Uh, but it's it's new to both players. They're both, I think, of Benny played the position might have been three or four games end of the season. Obviously, Midlands at all, so it might be something they go into if they're, they're forced to play that formation more often. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Hmm. A lot of very exciting though. So very attacking wise, it's it's really exciting. Those two are hmm. wide. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I want to, I want to see them play together. Uh, really really exciting. I thought midfield three is a solid three. Uh, Wiles, Lindsay, and Barley's last night was excellent. Or on Tuesday night were excellent. Uh, and Freddie Smith, we've we talked we've talked a lot a lot a lot about Freddie on this show. <laughs> um, on Tuesday night, he was very very strong. He put himself about until he realised he was going to get substituted. They put a lot of effort in, mm. and if that's a sign of things to come, that's a really, really good sign. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, if he could play like he played in that first half for a season, even half a season, he'd he, 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 he double, treble the number of goals he gets, mm. and 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 he'd be, he'd be a massive, massive contributor to the team. Um, I've, I've said it before about him, I'll say it again, I think. Psychologically, I think he's quite fragile in terms of his confidence and his desire. In my in my view, I don't, I don't know the bloke. I, I can only obviously go on what I see, but 
on the pitch and it just seems that certain things will affect him and affect his performance but certainly in that first half he was really really he caused him so many problems because he was physical he was strong he was aggressive that's not what we've seen from Freddie in the past often enough we know he can do it but he didn't do it often enough what are your thoughts on a strike lineup, Lewis? Because we've got, as it stands, we've got three proper strikers in Smithy, uh, Freddie, and uh, Coyote, who was a young kid. Um, do you still feel like we're short there? Do you think Smith and Freddie staying fit, that's good enough for us to push where we want to be? I think we'll probably need one more, I reckon. Um, I think Coyote can, can do a job this year for us, but obviously, still relatively inexperienced, especially at the League One level. Um, mm. We could really could do with keeping older Smith. I, I know it's gone a bit quiet the last few weeks, I think. On, Thankfully. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Quite glad, I'm quite glad to be honest. Um, but yeah, if we can keep Smith and Ladapo fit, that's a major, major boost. But I think we just need one more. I think four is mm. the right, right number for us. Yeah, mm. I think you're probably right on that one. Matt Daly played last night. With, we'll talk more, sort of move half and one to transfers. Uh, Matt Daly was on trial from Huddersfield. Attacking midfield, the mate came on with about 15, 20 minutes to go. I don't know how you felt about him. I felt I would like to see more of him. But at the same time, for a lot of the game that he played, it looked like a lost boy. He would just let the game pass him by a little bit. It did a little bit, yeah. I mean, he had a couple of nice touches and, you know, got it caught under his feet or, you know, he made a bit of a mistake with it, with the touches. But it looks like he's, he's clearly got that, got that touch. Um, yeah, I, I, you can't tell from 15 minutes, can you? You can't. Um, it looks all right. It looks all right. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with what I saw of, uh, of Josh Coyote. He's got a lot of pace. A lot of pace. I mean, he's not he's not cheer or quick. Um, but out of uh, Smithy and Freddie and him, he's certainly quicker than those two. Um, yet to see what he's like at finishing, but... Uh, it looks a good prospect. It looks a really, really good prospect, and I suspect he might push Freddie this season. That's the hope. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. We want, him, we want him. We want him playing, don't we? Uh, yeah. In the ideal world. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Um, <laughs> move on to well, one of the things I want to talk about after this, but Victor Johansson um, with already the save of the season <laughs> um, from. Uh, Frederico, I think it was. Um, Lewis, we've got an article out now on New York, New York Talk.co.uk. Lewis has done an article on basically everybody's love for the Viking. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> just sort of buying him in the Lewis. Just, 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 sort of just, just so he's like. It's just a lovely bloke, isn't he? What else, <laughs> what else is there to say? It's, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's clearly it's a very passionate goalkeeper, which obviously it makes him a lot more endearing to fans. Even without fans being there last season, um, but he's such. He's not. He's not especially big, but he mm. commands his area brilliantly. From from last what we saw last season, obviously we saw yesterday. He can pull a worldie out, can't he? Um, but I think he's going to be a brilliant asset to us. So it's. I think he's the twenty two still. So, so yeah. he's only he's only going to get better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's gonna have a really good season. That touch what he stays fit and everything. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. well, it should be all right because I don't think Gavin Ward will be refereeing. 
Yeah, one will so he'll, uh, he'll, he'll hopefully he'll keep his eye sockets in in one piece this season. <laughs> I've let it go, mate. I've let it go. Yeah, obviously. Long. Never. <laughs> I think that might get mentioned every single episode we have this season. I, 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 I can see that being mentioned by him. I'm do, I, 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 <laughs> I'll do my best. I, I won't forget. Yeah, it's nice to have his own keeper. We've talked to him a lot about the, about the other keepers we've had, who are. Probably better, you know. Rodak is probably a better keeper than Johansson, but he's not ours. He wasn't mm. ours, and Johansson's going to improve. If if you compared Rodak when he started and when he left, you compare Victor was very good to start with. So if you look at the improvement he's then going to have, if if we can do something similar to that, then he's going to turn into Premier League keeper, no doubt. Yeah. In what way was Rodak better? Specifically, I think at the end he was better. In, in I, what? I think, I, I think in what areas? These are the only minor. I think his kicking were better. He commanded his area better. He's, if, at the end, his decision making in punching and catching was better. To start with, it was quite poor, but eventually, yeah. it was much better. Better it, than Victor is now, or better than it was when he started. Probably better. Probably better than he is now. But I also think his height helped him. His, his Rodak's height helped him get out a lot of mistakes that he put himself in. Victor hasn't put himself in many. Bad situations, if that sort of makes sense. He's, he's, he seems quite clever in terms of his movement. Uh, you, could you, in the past year, are many are many goals his fault? Whereas you could could have blamed Rodak and Iverson for some goals. There's not many you can actually blame Johansson for, which is again, it's a goalkeeper. It's, a, it's what you want, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's I think he's a better keeper than both of them. Um. I certainly, I think he, I think, I think he will be a better keeper than both of them. Um, I think he's a much better, a much better keeper than both of them at the same stage of their Rotherham United careers that he's at now. Mm. Um, I, I genuinely do, um, and and a lot of that is just down to confidence. He, he's clearly got the ability. He's got, the, you know, his ability is, is without question. Uh, uh, but and, and neither is Rodex, you know, their, his ability wasn't, and, and Everson, neither of their abilities was in question, really. But, but confidence wise, for me, he's, 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 a, he's a level above. Um, and the way he uh, dictates and, and, and operates that defence in front of him is, is second to none that I've seen in, in a Rotherham United shirt for, for years. Mm. Um, and and that for me is a vital vital part of, of that defence that sort of defensive unit, uh, and we haven't had that, and now we have. You know, we've got a twenty-two year old kid who has not got who's got absolutely no problem with tapping a thirty-six year old centre half on the shoulder and giving him an absolute rocket for for not <laughs> doing his job properly. That's what you want, and that's what people like Woody and Icky. And, and Wes Harding, that's what they want as well as defenders because they, that gives them the confidence in who's behind them um, and allows them to get them with their job. So, I tell you, mate, honestly, he, is, he has the potential to be the best keeper we've ever had. Big shout. But I, don't, I, yeah, I, I, I think he has. I can't disagree. Go on, Lewis. Yeah. I was just saying I'd agree, but at stages that, it's it's quite frightening what we could, come, could become easily Premier League goalkeeper and if, a few years' time, all being well, I think we just need to offer him a new contract. I think because it Desperately. runs out this year, doesn't it? I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, 
How old was Emmy Martinez when he came with us? Similar sort of age, I think, yeah. if I recall. Yeah, Possibly I a bit was. older. Might um, have been a bit older. Yeah. Not a uh, patch. 28 now, Emmy Martinez. Uh, I, 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 would, I would have Victor over him any day of the week. I would have Victor over Argentina's first-team goalkeeper any day of the week. Copa America <laughs> winning Emmy Martinez. Well, I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm absolutely serious. You know, he has potential to be that good. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems crazy that Leicester let him go for nothing. Uh, that does seem very strange, uh, mm. but it's, it's smaller than Iverson. They, we've got them from the same club at the same t- at similar times. The only difference is height. Mm. For me, they're very similar keepers. I think Johansson is slightly ahead of Iverson, uh, which makes it strange. But Leicester's lost. Yeah. Um, one other player I wanted to point out from last night, Mick, because I think it's right to is Kieran Sadlier came on again when it was around 70 minutes, all the subs started being made. And we talked about code, but Kieran Sadlier came on and was superb for 10 15 yeah. minutes. His, his, his first touch was garbage, uh, on, on the first, you know, his first touch of when he came on, but he, he nutmegs about three Newcastle players, yeah, yeah he did, yeah, <laughs> he got himself into really. Di- we got into some day in positions. We did not see that once last season. I know he didn't play a great deal, but we didn't see that directness of our energy throughout the entire time he played last year. To be fair, we didn't see that directness and energy from from the whole of the team that we saw on Tuesday night last year. Had they been that more aggressive and confident going forward last season, we wouldn't have had a problem. Um, they were literally on the front foot, weren't they? Uh, and playing with a freedom and confidence. Maybe that's a free playing with freedom and confidence of a friendly game. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was good, and I feel a bit for him because he's definitely a good player. Isn't he? He's, there's no yeah. question about that. He's got the ability. He's just not been given the chance. No, through injury your, as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him, Luis? Because everybody's got an opinion on. He's one of them players that everybody's got an opinion on. Uh, mm. Where do you sit on sadly? Well, like Mick said, we've not seen enough for him to properly judge yet, but he were, he were a top player at Donnelly in League One. It's just a matter of where is he going to fit in this yeah. in our formation, that's all. Because if we play, a, if we play five at back, I can't see him playing centre-mid ahead of Barlazer or Lindsay or Wiles, unless, he plays, unless we play a, in a... Uh, attacking midfield role like uh, Crooks did, hmm. but he's uh, there's a player there definitely. It's just I think he struggled a bit last season coming in after that bad injury. Having he didn't really get a, a good run of games for for ninety minute games. Hmm. Um, but there's, there's definitely a, a good player there, no doubt about it. Yeah, we know he can do it in League One. He did very well for Donny, uh, so hopefully he can tap into that. Um, we seem it does seem reluctant to play him in that central role behind behind the side. He couldn't play any deeper than a ten. If he's going to play him there, you have to be right. You have to play him in quite an advanced role from what we've seen. Um, but he seems incredibly reluctant to do that uh, so far. Mm. So let's see if that uh, how that pans out. We've got another friendly on Friday uh, against Middlesbrough. Matt Crooks will make his return. Um, there'll be a few more, hopefully a sign or two, which we'll touch on in a minute. But things moving. Uh, quite slowly, so we'll talk about that as and when that happens. Um, on to transfers properly. Uh, we're going to start with the negative um, transfer. We have to. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, Lewis Wing's gone to Wednesday um, on a season-long loan. This is a same Sheffield Wednesday that are under an, a sort of a transfer embargo where they're not allowed to sign players for a fee, but they are allowed to pay a loan fee. Um, I don't, I don't quite understand that, but that's the EFL. I don't think their rules are meant to be understood. No. Um, it, I'll be honest with you, Lewis. When I saw this come through, I got a message from a Wednesday fan because Wednesday are so crazy that if you, whoever their son, their chairman's son, follows on Twitter means they on Instagram means they're going to sign him. And he got a message saying, "Oh, at Chen series just started following Lewis Wing." I'm like, "For God's sake, don't tell me, don't do this to me." <laughs> Not again. And they they went and. What are your thoughts on this, Lewis? Because <laughs> it's frustrated me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I don't think it was ever a realistic signing for us in League One. Because mm. if, if it's, I think it's on ten grand a week, which well, yeah. for us in League One it's just not it's just not gonna happen. It's just the fact he's gone to Wednesday, which I find frustrating <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> I fully expected him to go to someone like like a Luton or like a bottom half championship side. Mm. But it's just clear that Wednesday's thrown money at him. And you can't really blame it, blame the player for no for going really because I, I I suspect the playing is the pain is full full wage mm. bracket. I'd have thought. Um, yeah, it's just frustrating because no doubt we'll rip up league, score against us a few times, and um, mm-hmm. as it always <laughs> as it always yeah. happens like that. But um, yeah, I, I wish him well. He did a great job for us last year. Mm. Um, it's a shame he's not gone to a championship side. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot about the Crooks to Ipswich thing for me. If Crooks had gone to Ipswich, it would have felt, not necessarily because Crooks would have been getting a good deal, fair play to him, but he's, it's not a step forward if he went to Ipswich. No, because it's in League One. Mm. And that's sort of how I feel with Wingmick. I, I want to see him step forward. And I, if he's not going to come to us, that's fine. I understand, I understand the finances from that point of view. I don't, I'm not having to go to the club. But the frustration is that he's come down to League One. He's too good. Number one, he's too good for League One. And if and he, he should be playing at the Championship for me. And it's frustrating that he's not. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a couple of points to it, isn't there? You know, the fact that Wednesday said they're going to pay him 10 grand a week. Yeah, I'll pay you 10 grand a week. No, as well, Lewis, you have as much chance of getting out of me as you have to out of tuna man, aren't you? So, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. We were never gonna like as as Lewis has just said there, we were never gonna pay that. And and any 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 of our supporters that think that that would even be a consideration are utterly deluded because mm-hmm. it was never ever gonna be a consideration for us. And rightly so as well, in my view. Absolutely yeah. rightly yeah. so. So so you see then you look at let's not talk about them. There's no point talking about them. They're they're a waste of space and and, and they will get hopefully they will get what's coming to him eventually um, when he when he gets bored and walks away with their ground in his pocket because um, that's essentially what's going to happen in it ultimately. Um, I I had some sort of nagging doubts in the back of my head when 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 he came to us, particularly after his first couple of performances. I, I can't understand why he wasn't getting in that Middlesbrough side. I can't. I don't understand it. Because he has got the ability to be a championship footballer, there's no doubt about that, and he showed that last season, up to a point for us. Uh, but he only got one goal, 
Um, and for the rest of the time, he couldn't hit a bull's ass with a shovel, could he? You know, it was really just, it, it really struggled to find a gun. And, and at the time, I'm thinking, well, you know, is this just a bit of bad form? Is it, you know, is that what it is? But then you look at that, the fact that he can't get into Middlesbrough side, the fact that, that, that Neil Warnock doesn't want him in there, clearly doesn't want him there, and he hasn't got a place for him in his squad. And there's there's another 23 championship, well, 22, because Derby is still in there, aren't they? So there's another 22 championship football clubs who would have the ability to, 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 to take him either on loan or as a permanent, and that's not happened. And, and there's, there's, you know, a, a good number of those clubs have got that ability to pay that amount of money as well. Um, I don't know. Is is there something there? And I just throw that out there. I'm not saying there is, but but is there something there? Is there some reason why he's 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 not wanted? He's not wanted at that level by by clubs. Is there something wrong with him as a as a player, as a personality, his personality? I don't know. His end product. What 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 is it? But it would. I'm sure he must have had the opportunity to go to a championship club, and he hasn't. Yeah. It's gone down the road to them. Um, I, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. We don't need to. That's not a position we need to strengthen. It's not. It's you not know, I don't. Well, it's not. So it's we've so, got. I, what, I take it, but really, really. I, I, are you <laughs> telling me? I, I, I love Barlazer, but I, I wings better than Barlazer. Really? It does more. It can do what Barlazer does, plus a little bit more. Well, let's let, exactly let's wait and see how way. let's wait and see how this season pans out. Uh, because you've got you've got you've got Barlazy, you've got Lindsay, you've got um, Ben Wiles in there. For me, are, are all on their day a match for him, hmm. at least. I, I don't think that's an area we need to strengthen for me. And I'm not sad to see. I'm not sad to see him not come to us. It's a bit frustrating that he's gone there, but hopefully, it just adds another nail in their coffin, doesn't it? With some other wages that they can't afford to pay. Hey, yeah. it's going to happen, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I know, I know, I'm being a bit sort of tongue in cheek and a bit smart ass about it, but it's going to happen. Mm. Maybe, uh, yeah. Well, the clubs in this league, we know we have talked about it. Switch. We're going to spend a lot of money. In fact, maybe not transfer fees, but wages and things like that. Uh, we're going to spend a reasonable amount. Wednesday has now started to spend a little bit, um, assuming they get transfer. You know, assuming the women wages get paid, which. You would assume that Wednesday will now pay the wages because they've been told if they don't, if they have another incident of non-payment, they will get a points deduction, and it's not going to want to see them get a points deduction. Um, I think that's one of the things Chancery cares about, trying to get up the league. But then you look at the EFL and look at Derby's situation where they're not allowed, they weren't allowed to sign players. Wayne Rooney's kicked off a bit, so now they're allowed to sign some players under a few extra loosened conditions. Yeah, so the EFL. <laughs> <laughs> They're allowed to, they might be allowed to sign some, but he'll only injure him in training, mate. Wow. He'll only kick some bells out of him in training and injure him again. <laughs> it was the most, <laughs> the Wayne, that was the most Wayne Rooney story I've ever heard in my life, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just Derby County a minute. It's just crazy. Imagine, imagine Off topic, but imagine if they got relegated. Imagine the, the state they would be in if they were a League One club. They've got, they've got championship to fall back on a little bit. But if they were in League One now, we're still under a transfer embargo. They'd be staring down Barrow League Two. Uh, yeah. So they're very they, look. They're already staring down Barrow League One, and season well, hasn't even kicked off yet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, so we've talked about Matt Daly, so I crossed him off my list. Um, next, we're going to talk about Hakeem Adolphin, is what we think is called. Uh, we haven't, <laughs> I haven't heard a pronunciation for anybody else. That's what we're going for at the moment. Um, a fee has supposedly been agreed by with us and Hamilton Academical. Um, this has all been confirmed by uh, Hamilton. There's been nothing from the club other than, well, there's been basically nothing from the club. Um, he seems to be a central, previously central defender who can now play mainly as a sitting midfielder. Um, no, I haven't seen any notes on the transfer fee, but it's a good sign that we're willing to pay a bit of a transfer fee. Um, thoughts on this, Lewis? Mixer, we didn't need to strengthen the midfield, but we are going to strengthen the midfield. Yeah. If it's a sitting midfielder that's going to come in, uh, how do you see that fitting into uh, to the team? It's... It's a different type of player, isn't it? I don't think we've really mm. got a specialised defensive midfielder. Like we had, obviously, Sean McDonald going. It could be like mm. a light for light replacement for him, I suppose. Um, but I, I, quite, I had a quick look on Twitter and they look quite gutted that he's going. Hamilton yeah. fans. It's always, always a, it's always a positive sign, isn't it, when that happens. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, young lad, I think he's 23. Mm. Um, I think we've, we've uh, done well in the Scottish market, haven't we? So. Hopefully, this is another one, especially with midfielders with Lindsay and uh, Volks as well. So, mm. hopefully, this is the number the one on the list. But yeah, it's always a good sign. Well, that's what I mentioned, though. It's a good sign when the when the other opposition fans are gutted to see him mm. leaving. Um, and a good sign that they want to come south of the border. That sounds like a, might sound like a strange thing to say if you don't know Scottish football, uh, but it could <laughs> easily stay up in Scotland. I may, might not make as much money, but he could easily stay up there and do continue to do well. He wants to come down here and better himself. He's not going to a championship club. He's going to League One where it's going to be hard work. Uh, and assuming this goes through, it, it we've talked about Shane Ferguson ticking a lot of boxes. This also ticks some boxes. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And he's coming to a club where he knows will develop him. Mm. Um, mm. And that's, that's a massive part of it for a player of that age. Um, and and hopefully, if it comes, obviously, obviously, if it, if it if it's confirmed, um, you know that that's going to be a play have played. I'm sure a big part in it. You know, it would look at the way that the players that we've developed have, have, have that we brought in have developed. As you've mentioned, as Lewis mentioned there, with Will Volks, you know, mm. he, he's come down from Scotland and, and developed and gone on to a two and a half million pound move to to Cardiff, um, and, and and Jamie Lindsay. Similarly, has, has come down and, and improved massively. Um, it, 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 it's yeah. I think it's a good move for him, and hopefully, it's a good move for for us as well. And, and will make us some money uh, in the in the longer term. So yeah, I, I can't can't fault it really. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds a bit of a semi Ajayi type. If his half is good, he'll be it'll be brilliant. No, I'll take that if he is. Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we'll see that comes through. It's been supposedly agreed for a few days now, but nothing's been confirmed back. Hopefully, it comes in before France. We can play. It'd be nice to get him in so he can actually play a game in, in, with, the, with his teammates for uh, pre-season before the actual season starts. Sorry. Um, somebody else we took out of trialists. We are getting supposedly Marlon Fossey again. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, an American fullback on loan from full. Uh, sorry, on trial from Fulham initially. Um, uh, right back. The, the only thing I know about him is his hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, like me. Fantastic hair. So yeah. anything you know about <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Read it between the lines, though, Lewis. So, he's a right-back, is what we know. Um, Sean Rooney is also a right-back. And that Sean Rooney deal seems to have gone very, very quiet. Now, again, I'm only reading between the lines. If we're looking at bringing in another right-back on trial, with a view to moving forward, does that suggest that the Sean Rooney deal has gone very quiet from their side? Yeah, you'd have thought so. Because I can't see he's bringing two right-backs in with, with Harding. Um, obviously, we're brilliant last year. I expect him to be one of the best right backs in the league this year, going off last year. Um, so I can't, like I, said, I can't see him bringing both of them in. I know it. Did we have a? Was it two hundred grand we had rejected for ruining something like that? I think so. Yeah. Apparently, um, like you say, I can't see him bringing both in. And with this new right back being American, there's all of a sudden Mark two in it. So, <laughs> um, so you might warn him, might think, Oh, American, we'll, we'll bring him in. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I can't see him bringing both in. We'll just have to see what mm. uh, unfolds. Yeah, this Fossey has been on loan at Shrewsbury previously, I, seven, I think seven times at Shrewsbury last season. Um, and I saw a few Shrewsbury people on Twitter saying that he had a lot of injury problems, but he looked a decent player. Um, again, it's an area that we need, Mick. We need a right side, right, right, another right back. We need a little left back. There's a couple of other areas that we need to fill in. Um, the Sean Reed just fascinates with the Sean Reed deal. St. Johnson has supposedly softened significantly to want another 50 grand on top of what we originally offered. I, I can't see why we wouldn't do that. This has been a total a failure with player terms. It seems, a, it seems very strange to me, that one. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, but um, I, I may be the only one, but I trust trust them to do what they're employed to do. These the, the the recruitment team down there and 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 warning his coaching team, and if they consider it's it's worth two hundred and no more, then it's worth two hundred and no more. From my point of view, um, it, it may be that, like you said, I can't agree personal terms or or whatever it is. I don't know. If you don't want to come, you don't want to come. Whatever. Um, if if it's not worth what they're asking, then we don't pay it. Um, we've got to be realistic about this as fans. We've got to be, you know, we can't just be going out buying players because because we haven't bought any. You know, what I mean, what, it's what, not fun, though, is it? It's not fun. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Well, ne- ne- neither is not playing your players, players all you know two or three times a season and, and not having a ground and, and everything else that goes with. That sort of culture, is it? Because mm. we ain't got somebody who's going to bankroll that. Um, you know, Ipswich and Wigan have currently got the sugar daddies throwing money about like men with no arms. That will run out ultimately, won't it? What are you looking at me like that for? As if I said something <laughs> stupid. How would a man with no arms throw money around? It's a saying, like Pucker Jen <laughs> from last podcast, it's a saying. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. I'll stay quiet on this one. I don't know what you're about. No. <laughs> oh, God. Are you just deliberately trying to make me feel old? Is that what it is? I just don't remember that one. It, make, it, just, yeah. I, it just didn't make sense to me. So you've never heard the you've never heard the phrase throwing money about like a man with no arms? No. I don't know. I don't think so. No. Maybe, maybe it's gone out of fashion. Maybe it's offensive. I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it might be offensive, to be fair. Apologies if it is. Um, I don't see how he could throw money around, but that, that sounds to me like the saying should that, that would be a saying of somebody who, can't, who doesn't spend money because he can't throw money around. Yeah. Um, there you go. Anyway, 
Very Maybe I made it up. I don't know. <laughs> either way, e- either way, either way, Tony Stewart's got two arms. He ain't going to be throwing any money about, is he? No. When he doesn't need to. No. Um, and 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 quite rightly too. Um, we need. There's, players, a, there's a line, though, isn't there? We need. We're de- we are now desperate for players. We're a week before. No, we're the not desperate, Matt. Well, we are. We, you, you look at our bench yesterday. We had yeah. two senior players on the bench. That's that's not enough. If if we if we going to, if we if we're going to Plymouth with only three senior players on the bench, that's still not enough. But, but, I agree with you saying. I, I'm I'm fully with you. But we've got. We're almost at a point where we need the bodies in. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see us panic buy, and I, I, put, I don't think we will, to be honest. I don't, I don't think, I think we would trust the kids rather than panic buy, which again I don't have a problem with. But if we go into that Plymouth game with only a couple to three senior players on the bench, we've got a problem, a big problem. <laughs> well, we have. If four of them get injured in that Plymouth game, then potentially we might have an issue. If you've got three senior players and one's a striker and one's a winner, sadly, and Woody gets injured, you're stuffed. You are aware that the get that the season these forty six games and it lasts for nine months, and we're also still eleven days away from the start of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know. I, I, please, you, we we have to understand that you know we've got a recruitment team in place, or we've got a job to do. They'll have a set of criteria to work to, and a, and a budget to work to. And whoever we bring in will fit into that criteria and will fit into that budget. And if they don't, they don't come in and we'll make do with what we've got. But there are enough players out there to, to, to fill those slots. But it's finding the right people. And yeah. if the right well, people are not available, they've got to, we've got to, you've got to stand on here, haven't we? You are. But all you, take, you look at last season's injury crisis, forget about the COVID yeah. ones, our injury crisis was quite a bad one at times. Mm. All it takes is something half that bad, and there's problems. Yeah. Um, Lewis, me and Mick have been arguing for two minutes. What are your thoughts on bringing people in? Uh, I think, in terms of start 11, we're, we're pretty much sorted. Obviously, we've lost mm. Crooks, but it's like, it's like you were saying, Matt, it's, if, we, if we lose a right, what if Harding gets injured, whatever, we're, mm. we're uh, in trouble, aren't we? But mm. I, I trust, like I said, I trust Warren. Rob Scott and all that. I think, I think there'll be some players in this week, and mm-hmm. Wolverham fans will be happy, happy as Larry. But it's, uh, I can see why it's frustrating. But I think mm-hmm. the the team we've got puts us in a very good position, considering mm-hmm. how we did last year. I know we went down in the end, but we've held our own for most of, most of the season with the most of this team, a high league. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of filling out the squad now. But I think it's it's only a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of signings and everybody feels better. It's it's just because mm. our, our business has been slower. It's been slower than a normal season. Everybody else's has as well. Um, yeah. It just adds a bit of anxiety to everybody. We're so close to the season. Um, another name that's been mentioned is Oliver Rathbone from Rochdale. We've had a six-figure uh, bid turned down by them. Uh, the thing is with these bids, you don't know when they've come in. Rochdale, this could have come into a month and a half ago, and Rochdale are now just sort of coming out and saying, "Oh, this has been rejected for you know, one reason or other." Whether they want to revive the deal or something like that, you just don't know with the transfer window. Uh, there's all ulterior motives all over the show, so we'll keep an eye on all that because <laughs> it's it's a funny old time. Uh, we've said it, we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. It's the strangest transfer window. There's 
in our in, in my memory. Um, but we hopefully next, like I say, eleven days, there'll be some excitement, and we'll get some players in in the areas that we need them uh, to come in. Um, that don't is all panic. I have from my list. Don't panic, everybody. Mix says, don't panic. Don't <laughs> panic. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, anything else that you guys want to touch on? Anything else that I've missed off? Any, any other players' um, interest that I've missed off? No. No. Cool. I like that because I've done my research properly. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you all for listening and watching. If you watch YouTube, thank you very much. We do appreciate everybody that's watching and, and listening to us. Um, we'll be back next week sometime. We'll maybe do two episodes next week, depending on one thing or another but we'll be back with hopefully a few more signings uh, and then next friday will be our first preview show of the season our first proper preview of the season because the season is finally going to be back underway next saturday against plymouth i'm very very excited to bring that one um in the meantime new york talk at code uk we've got some great stuff on there as lewis has already put an article today uh came up on wednesday wednesday and i've victor hansen uh the match reports from the pre-season friendlies uh, from Danny Glaves, which will continue throughout the season as well. Um, okay, if you can all subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Spotify and iTunes, give us a five-star rating, if you can as well. We would all very much appreciate that. Uh, Lewis, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Any time. Cheers, mate. And Mick, it's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see through that, mate. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for listening and we'll see you all next time. Cheers, guys. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.